Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are live. Julie and I were just having a very interesting conversation prior to the start of today's podcast. By the way, today's show is going to be your 14... Um, what did you call this 14 one, part action plan to thrive in your new world oh my gosh what a ponderous title woman hey you know what that's what they're <laughs> asking for we did all the prequel we did all the education now it's time to get to work so i was just having a really fun coaching call with um a relatively new coaching client to my schedule he is an elite coaching client which if you guys are interested in um being coached by julie or my or myself you can we I probably have two spots open and Julie probably has maybe two or three. We don't have a lot of personal clients because frankly, we don't want them. But um, this guy in particular, I wanted as a personal coaching client because get this listeners, he graduated undergraduate from Yale and then he went to Harvard. Why not? Right. And this, I'm not doing this in the correct order of things. Um, and he has a Harvard MBA. Oh, not good enough. Well, then he joined the Marines <laughs> and he became a fighter pilot. And this was all back in the eighties. So Back when, you know, Tom Cruise was cruising around Top Gun, you know, <laughs> he was doing the same things. So and this dude flew single-seater F-16s. And so when I saw his resume and I started talking to him and realized what a nice guy he is, and then his, his professional background since that time, um, you know, there's a lot of things that interest me. So I decided to, you know, offer him, uh, offer to be his personal coach, which he accepted. But it's interesting. I was talking to him and I was just sharing this with Julie. We are talking about essentially people's reactions to the coronavirus. And we are talking about how, like I was asking from his perspective, I mean, he's the only F-16 pilot I know, right? So I was asking him, what was it or how is it that in the military you're trained to go from like, you know, a normal Joe or Josephine and all of a sudden you're put in F-16 and then you're put in potential combat and all the rest of it. And he told me this, he said in the military, and I took notes when he was talking, which was kind of fun. Um, in the military, he said, you're constantly being reduced to STEM power, core basic reactions. So STEM power would be your brain stem. And the brain stem, for those of you guys um, who've ever studied this, is basically your lizard brain. It's where all your core, ba- I forget what the actual medical term for it is, but let's just stick with ignoramus real estate versions of the medical terms for now. And we'll call it you know, your, your, your STEM power is what he called it. So being reduced to STEM power, your core basic reactions. And I asked him to elaborate that on that. And he said, basically, what happens is, is under stress, uh, everyone goes to their STEM power. Everyone goes to that survival mode. And so it does, and it's physical and psychological stress. So psychological stress is like ego stress. Oh my gosh, I'm going to pick up the phone. Um, what am I going to say? What's going to happen? Your brain starts firing off all these potential risks to your mental and emotional you know, health. And then all of, a sudden, all of a sudden you go to stem power or you go to your lizard brain. And then you basically start uh, creating reasons to avoid the call because your perceived pain that will come as a result of picking up the phone. Okay. You guys understand what I just said? Most of you do. Well, that's psychological fear. So Legrand's experienced psychological fear, obviously, but what they have to treat, what they have to teach you how to do in the military is they have to teach you how to 
face real fear, which is physical fear. If you're flying an F-16 and you're in combat, you're going to be in real fear of your life, of, you know, all kinds of things happening, mechanical failures, you know, obviously you have to be able to make high level thoughts and decisions while under an enormous physical stress and G loads. And just, can you imagine, I mean, I can only imagine, I can't, I, I can lie to myself and say I could have done it, but there's no way I could have done it. I know I couldn't have done it. And that's incredible to me. So when I ran across to you know, people like him and some of the special forces guys we've had on the podcast and that Julie and I have been blessed to know. And I get to know some of these guys. I ask questions, you know, that's in the nature of a coach, ask questions and drill down. I always find little things that they've taken for granted as far as how they've rewired their brains. And it always comes down to the fact that they over-practice. And even so, like when I was asking him about, you know, drill down more on what he was talking about when he was referring to the STEM brain, he was basically saying, like I said, in combat, let me see, I took notes. Basically, so when in combat, uh, you go to your core, you go to you go to your lizard brain no matter what. So no matter how calm, cool, and collected you think you are, no matter how much of a James Bond or a Josephine Bond that you think you are, under stress, you're going to go to your lizard brain, your, your you know, your, that, your stem brain, as he said. And you need to make sure that stem brain is trained up to react in the way in which you want it to be trained or in the way you want it to react. And that's where most people fail. So he and I had this interesting conversation about how most people in their lives will never actually get to the point where, as Abraham Maslow called it, you're at a point of a conscious um, competence. And conscious competence is essentially after you've worked through the other phases of learning or phases of mastery. And do you remember all those, Arjali? Yeah, well, and where you're headed is ultimately unconscious competence is the stem brain right where something happens to you you revert to your training you don't think about reverting you don't go look it up you don't google it you just do it and as you were talking i was thinking about there's so many things sports training is like that i can relate from my music training you know they the before concerts you would get nervous you'd freak out and your teacher would say so did you practice for it and if you did, and you put in your time, and you did the rehearsal, just like his training, although definitely less scary, um, you know, then something happens. And you know, one of the trainings they used to do is you'd be practicing, and they'd come up to your stand and throw your music into the audience. Well, what are you going to do if a wind blows your stuff off? The uh, you and I were talking about a great book, The Astronaut's Guide uh, to Life on Earth. He talks about being prepared, and his colleagues would say, why are you taking so much extra training? That's never going to happen to you. And he would always say, you know what? If it does, I'm going to be ready. That's what we're trying to um, help you to observe within yourself, especially as we're going through this. It really is a seismic shift. It is an existential threat to the way you're going to see yourself on this planet. It just is. This is not something, this coronavirus um it's going to get psychologically guys and maybe for some of you and this is this is the difference so like september 11th it was mostly existential like you weren't in you were not in new york you probably did not know anybody you probably just watched it on cnn and experienced it through that right that was removed you could go back to your normal life maybe you put a flag on the back of your car you know maybe you started doing we were more consciously aware of the amazing things that the people that are in the military do for us and all that maybe that was a good change for you but it wasn't that personal it was personal but not that personal maybe it changed the way you voted or it doesn't matter but this is going to be personal because all of you are experiencing direct directly 
Your kids are not in school. I mean, Julie and I live in Puerto Rico, and they closed the beaches. You know, the police are... We, we got down to that. We were like, okay, we can deal with not having the restaurants because we got groceries. Yeah. We got gas in the car. We can educate the kid at home. But now we don't have beaches? What are we going to do with ourselves? <laughs> well, Wait, they took the gym away, so now we have to actually run outside on a real trail. That's right. Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. It's 75 degrees and sunny here. Well, he's us. Yeah. Well, the beaches aren't closed all day. They're only closed. Oh, they have a curfew in place here. So, so all of you are experiencing, back in our original home state of Ohio, they're lockdown. going through a lockdown, draconian things. You're seeing all these measures because right now there is no, there's no, absolutely no motivation or incentive. I was going to say impetus, but that's not the right word for um, politicians to do anything other than, um, you know, basically lock things down even further because no one's going to criticize. Like someone might say, after all, this is basically, you know, old news. Someone might say, you know, so-and-so, the governor of this or the mayor of that, he or she overstepped and maybe locked things down too much. Nah, but why? Because I didn't want my constituents and my people live in my community that I'm responsible for to suffer needlessly. So yeah, maybe we went a little bit too far, but aren't you glad that we did? Versus had I not gone too far, then basically this is what we could have experienced. So you guys get the point? This is the reason that we're on this lockdown thing, and it's going to get more severe and more severe. As a matter of fact, Julie, you have a was a coaching client, Pentagon, tell the story without if it's yes. if it's something you can't tell, it's don't a, tell. It, so the discussion is that it may be a countrywide, more uh, like we're all totally locked down in the same way possibility. Certainly around the D.C. area, that that's pretty much being discussed and uh, coming up. Now, I'm not sure how different that's going to be than... So like, you're not going to tell the no, story? Not, All right. So Jill, I'm not Something gonna, is burbling up. 